July of Diary of an Old Soul. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patty Cunningham. Diary of an Old Soul by George MacDonald. July 1st. Alas, my tent! See through it a whirlwind sweep. Moaning, poor fancy's doves are swept away. I sit alone, a sorrow half asleep, My consciousness the blackness all astir. No pilgrim I, a homeless wanderer, For how canst thou be in the darkness deep Who dwellest only in the living day? The Second It must be somewhere in my fluttering tent Strange creatures, half tamed only yet, are pent. Dragons, lop-winged birds, and large-eyed snakes. Hark, through the storm the saddest howling breaks. Or are they loose, roaming about the bent? The darkness dire deepening with moan and scream. My morning, rise, and all shall be a dream. The Third Not thine, my lord, the darkness all is mine, save that, as mine, my darkness too is thine. All things are thine to save or to destroy. Destroy my darkness, rise my perfect joy. Love primal, the live coal of every night, flame out, scare the ill things with radiant fright, and fill my tent with laughing morn's delight. The Fourth Master, thou workest with such common things, low souls, weak hearts, I mean, and hast to use, therefore, such common means and rescuings, that hard we find it, as we sit and muse, to think thou workest in us, verily. Bad sea-boats we, and manned with wretched crews, that doubt the captain, watch the storm-spray flee. The Fifth Thou art hampered in thy natural working, then, when beings designed on freedom's holy plan will not be free. With thy poor, foolish men, thou therefore hast to work just like a man. But when, tangling thyself in their sore need, thou hast to freedom fashioned them indeed, then wilt thou grandly move, and godlike speed. The Sixth Will this not then show grandest fact of all, In thy creation victory most renowned, That thou hast wrought thy will by slow and small, And made men like thee, though thy making, Bound by that which they were not, and could not be, Until thou madest them make along with thee, Master, the tardiness is but in me. The Seventh Hence come thy checks, because I still would run my head into the sand, nor flutter aloft towards thy home with thy wind under me. Tis because I am mean, thy ways so oft look mean to me. My rise is low begun, but scarce thy will doth grasp me ere I see, for my arrest and rise, its stern necessity. The Eighth Like clogs upon the pinions of thy plan we hang, like captives on thy chariot wheels, who should climb up and ride with death's conqueror. Therefore thy train along the world's highway steals, so slow to the peace of heart-reluctant man. What shall we do to spread the wing and soar, 
nor straighten thy deliverance any more. The Ninth The sole way to put flight into the wing, to preen its feathers, and to make them grow, is to heed humbly every smallest thing with which the Christ in us has aught to do. So will the Christ from child to manhood go, obedient to the Father Christ, and so sweet holy change will turn all our old things to new. The Tenth Creation thou dost work by faint degrees, by shade and shadow from unseen beginning, far, far apart in unthought mysteries of thy own dark unfathomable seas, thou wilt'st thy will, and thence upon the earth, slow travelling his way through centuries winning, a child at length arrives at never-ending birth. The Eleventh Well mayst thou then work on indocile hearts by small successes, disappointment small, by nature, weather, failure, or sore fall, by shame, anxiety, bitterness, and smarts, by loneliness, by weary loss of zest. The rags, the husks, the swine, the hunger-quest, drive home the wanderer to the father's breast. The Twelfth How suddenly some rapid turn of thought may throw the life-machine all out of gear, clouding the windows with the steam of doubt, filling the eyes with dust, with noise the ear. Who knows not then where dwells the engineer, rushes aghast into the pathless night, and wanders in a land of dreary fright. The Thirteenth Amazed at sightless whirring of their wheels, confounded with the recklessness and strife, distract with fears of what may next ensue, some break rude exit from the house of life, and plunge into a silence out of view. Whence not a cry, nor wafture once reveals, what door they have broke open with the knife. The Fourteenth Help me, my father, in whatever dismay, whatever terror, in whatever shape, to hold faster by thy garment's hem. When my heart sinks, O oh, lift it up, I pray. Thy child should never fear, though hell should gape, not blench, though all the ills that men affray stood round him like the Roman round Jerusalem. The Fifteenth Too eager I must not be to understand. How should the work the master goes about fit the vague sketch my compasses have planned? I am his house, for him to go in and out. He builds me now, and if I cannot see at any time what he is doing with me, tis he that makes the house for me too grand. The sixteenth. The house is not for me, it is for him. His royal thoughts require many a stair, many a tower, many an outlook fair, of which I have no thought, and need no care. When I am most perplexed, it may be there, thou makest a secret chamber, wholly dim, where thou wilt come to help my deepest prayer. The seventeenth. I cannot tell why this day I am ill, but I am well, because it is thy will, which is to make me pure and right like thee. Not yet I need escape. Tis bearable, because thou knowest. And when harder things shall rise and gather, and overshadow me, I shall have comfort in thy strengthenings. The Eighteenth How do I live when thou art far away? 
when i am sunk and lost and dead in sleep or in some dream with no sense in its play when weary dull or drowned in study deep o oh lord i live so utterly on thee i live when i forget thee utterly not that thou thinkest of but thinkest me the nineteenth thou far that word the holy truth doth blur doth the great ocean from the small fish run when it sleeps fast in its low weedy bower is the sun far from any smallest flower that lives by his dear presence every hour are they not one in oneness without stir the flower the flower because the sun the sun the twentieth dear presence every hour what of the night when crumpled daisies shut gold sadness in and some do hang the head for lack of light sick almost unto death with absence blight thy memory then warm lingering in the ground mourned dewy in the air keeps their hearts sound till fresh with day their lapsed life begin the twenty-first all things are shadows of the shining true sun sea and air close potent hurtless fire flowers from their mother's prison dove and dew every thing holds a slender guiding clue back to the mighty oneness hearts of faith know thee than light than heat endlessly nigher our life's life carpenter of nazareth the twenty-second sometimes perhaps the spiritual blood runs slow and soft along the veins of will doth flow seeking god's arteries from which it came or does the ethereal creative flame turn back upon itself and latent grow it matters not what figure or what name if thou art in me and i am not to blame the twenty-third in such god silence the soul's nest so long as all is still no flutter and no song is safe but if my soul begin to act without some waking to the eternal fact that my dear life is hid with christ in god i think and move a creature of earth's clod stand on the finite act upon the wrong the twenty-fourth my soul this sermon hence for itself prepares then is there nothing vile thou mayest not do buffeted in a tumult of low cares and treacheries of the old man gainst the new lord in my spirit let thy spirit move warning that it may not have to reprove in my dead moments master stir the prayers the twenty-fifth lord let my soul o'erburdened then feel thee thrilling through all its brain's stupidity if i must slumber heedless of ill harms let it not be but in my father's arms outside the shelter of his garments fold all is waste a terror haunted wold lord keep me tis thy child that cries behold the twenty-sixth some say that thou their endless love host won by deeds for them which i may not believe thou ever didst or ever willedst done what matter so they love thee they receive eternal more than the poor loom and wheel of their invention ever woven spun i love thee for i must thine all from head to heel the twenty-seventh the love of thee will set all notions right 
right save by love no thought can be or may only love's knowledge is the primal light questions keep camp along love's shining coast challenge my love and would my entrance stay across the buzzing doubting challenging host i rush to thee and cling and cry thou knowest the twenty-eighth oh let me live in thy realities nor substitute my notions for thy facts notion with notion making leagues and pacts they are to truth but as dream deeds to acts and questioned make me doubt of everything o lord my god my heart gets up and cries come thy own self and with thee my faith bring the twenty-ninth o master my desires to work to know to be aware that i do live and grow all restless wish for anything not thee i yield and on thy altar offer me let me no more from out thy presence go but keep me waiting watchful for thy will even while i do it waiting watchful still the thirtieth thou art the lord of life the secret thing thou wilt give endless more than i could find even if without thee i could go and seek for thou art one christ with my deepest mind duty alive self-willed in me dost speak and to a deeper purer being sting i come to thee my life my causing kind the thirty-first nothing is alien in thy world immense no look of sky or earth or man or beast in the great hand of god i stand and thence look out on life his endless holy feast to try to feel is but to court despair to dig for a sun within a garden fence who does thy will o god he lives upon thy air end of july recording by patty cunningham